Pickaxe. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming this summer. It's the cinematic event of the decade. I can't believe it. He's back. Who's back? It's Kevin. And he's kidnapped Meatface. The ultimate villain must be stopped. There's only one thing we can do. I've got to hack into Kevin to stop him. Get me to the Pentagon now. Good versus evil. Please, we just want our meat face back. Help us, Mr. Mikey. Mikey versus a weird music playing goblin monster man. Okay, let's do this. I'll just take a seat. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, what is this? This chair isn't remotely ergonomic. And it's not remotely Gamer Boy enough. I can't work with this. The world will end unless I get a better chair. Sir, we have a solution. Oh my god, wow! Yeah, this chair is so great! My hacking and pro gamer skills are going to skyrocket! Thanks Nitro Concepts for letting me save the world! Thank you very much to Overclockers UK and Nitro Concepts for supporting the show. They've been kind enough to gift us some amazing chairs and they've saved our backs from the terrors of a bad chair. So if you'd like to support them and help us too, you can head over to overclockers.co.uk forward slash podiots and browse a magnificent selection of Podiots approved chairs. The link is also in the description. Now enjoy Podiots. Hello boys. Long time. Hello here. Uh, hello. 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 Oh. So many different voices you can do today. <laughs> it's magic, isn't it? Hello, it everyone. How's, ev- how's everyone been? It's been like a month, and it feels weird to be back in our pro-recording suite, known as Discord. Yes. It's real. It's a oh, oh, God, was that deafening for you? No, no, that was fine. Okay, I just whacked my microphone stand with my telephone. It's real. Bam! <laughs> Bam. Deafening. Oh. That's it. It's so the kind tactile. of sensory technology that we have here. Yeah, so um, it feels people... feels good. It feels good to be back. I'm ready for things, you know. I'm ready for questions. I'm ready for not Kevin. We put Kevin mm. to sleep. <laughs> yeah, months months ago. Kevin to sleep, but yeah. yeah, he's in the zone with her memory cards at the minute, just in oh. that weird and <laughs> German void. robot lady. Yeah, yeah. Oh. just in that little room we keep at the back of our minds. Yeah, we can't kill them. We never know when we might need them again, so they just live in there forever. 
like that dusty drawer where you keep bits of string and old nails that you found in the house and you don't know where they've come from. Dead batteries and currency that you can't use. (laughs) Just Mm. dead memes now. They're all just in there floating around like ghosts. If you look deep enough in your drawer at home, maybe you'll find a spirit. Anyway, sleep well, guys. Yeah, see you later. <laughs> Tonight. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Poddy. It's the official Vidiots mm-hmm. podcast. Ah. It's a conversational podcast where we take some questions from you at home and obey the law of the three uhs, where everybody brings a thing along to talk about. I'm Ben. I'm Peter. Sorry, I forgot the oh, order. God, are you okay? <laughs> That's all right. No, it's been that long. Oh, yeah. What order are we, do we go in again? Well, like Ant and Deck. Every time we see them in person, we have to stand in a very specific order. Mm. I'm sure there's de- that's definitely happened in every video we ever did. And I'm Mikey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's literally what Peter and I do. It's true. Oh, is it? We do have an order. Like, oh, shit. I didn't know that. So I guess I just kind of plopped in wherever I felt and just ruined the the, the beautiful no, art never. you guys worked on. Never. never. You never ruin <laughs> yeah. anything, Mikey. You were, you were the fancy hat atop the beautiful structure. I could even be the fancy belt in the middle or the fancy socks on the oh, bottom. I, I made it to buy a new fancy belt in the middle of the structure. <laughs> but we could never replace you with a fancier belt, Michael. No. I don't know. There's some pretty good belts out there. Don't <laughs> never say never, Ben. You never know. Well, we'll see. But speaking of belts, in a, in a segue that literally does not work, <laughs> have you found any belts in your new house, Michael? <laughs> Sadly, not a single belt. I've been beltless for months. Oh. Weird. <laughs> My pants just keep falling down, and it's really embarrassing. The neighbours keep seeing me in compromising positions, and I've, I'm going to have to resort to using a string. Oh, no. But yeah, the new house is... It's, it's nice. Yeah, it's, I've got space. I'm currently in the stink room with the ferrets. <laughs> so it's, it's me making up a stink and four ferrets also making up a stink in quite a warm uh, little room. So it's just, you know, stink central up here. A dedicated stink room, though. Look yeah, at you. Yeah, look at us now. I used to, I used to just, you know, my stink room was the living room before, but now we can, we can properly mm. separate the two because you don't want to be stinking and living at the same time. No, you don't. No, That's as the don't. famous adage says. <laughs> don't want to be stinking and living. That's the bad, bad thing. Yeah, it's all moved in now. Still, like, it's not quite. My room is an absolute tip at the minute because, you know. Claudia's done a wonderful job in every other part of the house. It looks fantastic. There's pictures up. And the bit that I'm responsible for uh, currently just has an AK-47 lying on the floor, <laughs> a bunch of bags and boxes and stuff. I haven't figured out what to do with yet because I've got no storage. No storage. Mm. <laughs> uh, the floor is my storage at the minute, but I'll make it a home. I'll make it a studio. Probably, nice. maybe. I don't know. You, you'll do it. We'll see how much energy I have. It's either that or drape a blanket over a stack of boxes and bam, new furniture. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. I might do that. There's some interesting uh, potential chairs in this room. So mm. I'll, I'll report <laughs> back. I'll find some blankets and uh, we'll decorate. That's wow, dangerous. 
That is dangerous. And how are you, Peter? What's going on in uh, in Castle Austin? Not not much new. You know, there's still there's still germs out there, so the door hasn't what? been opened. Essentially, just just hunkered down. Um, yeah, that, that's it. Ready to strike. Ready to strike. I'm I'm unionizing. I'm going. At, <laughs> what do we want? No more pandemic anymore. When do we want it? Yesterday. <laughs> Are you campaigning against the virus of the government there? Are you like directly screaming in the virus's face? Uh, I'm I'm campaigning. I'm screaming at literally everyone outside of this building. So that's Good, including yeah. you two. Oh no! It's your fault <laughs> oh. that I have to live in a pandemic world. Shit. Yeah. Sorry, sorry Peter. Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll have a word with uh, with the other people outside of your house. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We'll sort it out. Yeah. Just spread it. That's round. all of them. All of them. Yeah. Every single one. Every single one. Hey, did you know that you can support this podcast financially? Did you know that? Did you know what? that? Oh my god. I what? can? I can I can support the podcast financially. Yeah, you can. Oh my god, I mean, yes. How do I do it, Ben? <laughs> you literally can by going to streamlabs.com forward slash podiats donations and donating three pounds or more for a shout out, and you will join Pod Squad for the next episode recording episode of the show that we that we're doing right now. Oh, oh boy. Yeah, it's real and it's true. And of course, you know, as we say a lot, I feel, you don't have to support us financially if you're not in a position to. There's no pressure whatsoever. Just telling your friends and sharing it around means a lot. But if you do want to go above and beyond, streamlabs.com forward slash donations. And here is your pod squad for this week. We start with the powerful Flibbity Gibbets. Trunter's exosuit has been hit. Oh no. <laughs> Katykin Solo. I will lie awake, Mr. Black. Taking Blobby to Isengard. We've got a very generous Tommy the Wank Engine. Thank you very much, you wanky engine. Thank he, you. He says, I personally imagined the giant sperm having... Oh, God, I forgot about this. I personally imagined oh. the giant sperm having arms and legs, akin to the thumb people from Spy Kids, trademark. Oh, no. Oh, that'd be no. awful. Also, I graduated uni, and now I have an internship, which means money! Thanks for everything, boys. I couldn't have graduated without you, genuinely. Well, thank you very much, Tommy. Thank you. But that's not all. Oh, God. Oh, please. God, no. There's a, another one. <laughs> Clumps, dumps, bumps, quumps. It's quite a nice one. <laughs> nice. And the generous Scooby Drooby Drew says, Good day, boys. First time donor. May as well go big. Here's a creepy thing. Look up Snowtown Murders. Have fun, boys. Oh, I might have a look. I like a bit of spookum, so I'll have a look at that. Thank you, Scooby Dooby Drew. Ooh. But there's even more. Emily Lemons, bring back memory cards. No. Awesome Fox 42 and known racist Mel Gibbon with, again, a very, very generous donation. He says, Sorry I've been away, boys. I've been helping replace the batteries in government surveillance birds. Keep up the great <laughs> content. Well, thank you, Mel Gibbon, for your, for your hard Thanks, work. Thanks, Mel. Thank you, Mel. <laughs> and uh, thank you to all the other people on Pod Squad. It continues with Stephen Scodes. Ross and Helen are engaged. Yay! Congratulations. Uh, 91p pack of feet mace. Ooh. Right. Freddie v- Weber licks rashes. Uh, oh, ba- Barry B. Benson Phillips. Nice. Big Willem's Wet Willem. Bumpus Johnson 351, uh, Jam Ferguson, who gave an exceptionally generous donation, really generous, and said, 
been a big fan of you guys for a good few years now. Uh, you have each more than earned this over that time. So here's my contribution in these less than certain times. Thank you, uh, Thank you. Thank you, Jam. Uh, also, Alan Claw Big Boy 30 birthday. Uh, <laughs> Kim happy Kim. Happy birthday, Alan, maybe. Yeah, possibly happy birthday, Alan. Uh, Kim Kim, who was very generous and said, my boyfriend, who introduced me to you lovely, lovely boys, proposed to me recently. Oh, we wow. want to know how much money we need to get you to write our wedding vows <laughs> for us. Much love. You do not want no. that. <laughs> 60p. 60p. Hope you're married. Um like a glovely, like a glovely Sarahide. Oh, jeez. Uh, doing a pod squat uh, was also very generous. About to embark on a 22-hour, 1,000-mile overnight drive across Europe with my wife and kids. It's just safer than flying. A back wow. Cat- <laughs> a back catalogue of podiats and the latest episode will help me stay awake and sane. Wish me luck. That does not sound safer than flying. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, yeah, I mean, that sounds like an adventure. We, mm. we, we need more adventure in these times, not just safe, safe, safe planes, whatever. Let's yeah. travel. Let's go across the, the wilderness in a car. For sure. Uh, Rudy Rutabaga was also very generous and said, <laughs> fuck him to the top, baby. Rudy approved. Rooty toot toot. Uh, also, Lord Brotovich, Kevin from Con, and Lightning McQueef. Thank you. Wow, and can you believe it? It's still not over. No. Oh my People, god. I mean, I know we took a little break, but good lord, everyone, thank you so much. Hi, Evelyn. It's Bobbert Babalooney. <laughs> uh, thank you. Axel's alive. Ninety-five. Alan Claw again. I think Alan forgot they had a birthday and just decided to donate <laughs> again. But thank you, Alan, very much. A very generous donation from an exceptionally generous donator. Uh, finally got back to work and wanted to celebrate with you lovely boys. Thank you so much for the last couple of years of entertainment. I appreciate what you do. We appreciate you. No, thank, thank you, you so you. much. And th- and oh my God, it's another one of exceptional quantity. Semi-retired mercenary proser. Thank Ooh. you very much. No funny message. Just wanted to thank you for years of wonderful work. But here is hoping uh, that helps you lot continue. Oh, sorry. And here is hoping... That helps you lot continue as long as you have fun. By the by, is there a chance some plucky lad slash lass could cut all the names of the pod squad into a rad montage? Oh my god. Well, every oh single god. one. <laughs> There's the challenge. Oh the, my gauntlet's god. Been, the gauntlet's been thrown down. Thank you so much, semi-retired mercenary prostitute. I hope you're doing well in your retirement. Thank Bim you. Bam Wiggy Wham Deluxe Man. Thank <laughs> you for the generous donation. You are forever amusing. Make me laugh and maybe, just maybe... The money will make you launch an attempt at becoming mayor of Gotham City. I'm also at deluxe underscore man on Twitter. Praise be to the mighty meat face. Thank you. Praise be to mighty meat face. Bim bam. Praise be. Wiggy wham. Uh, General Mo Lester. I dislike Matthew Jeffrey. Knee deep in triggly seride. Mouth fart fetishist. (laughs) Criggly teride. A succulent Chinese beal. Hang on. (laughs) Old Chinese Ian beal. My mistake. Saturday is Fap Day, furries for vidiots, Prince Beefcakes, Epileptic Fridge Boy, and Frin and sorry, Finn Tristam. Wow. What a collection of names, my God. Good <laughs> Lord. Thank you so much, everybody. That's streamlabs.com forward slash podiats donations, both with an S on the end, if you would like to join Pod Squad for the next episode. Thank you, everyone. You'll get a shout out at the end of the show as well. Right, are you boys ready for your first question of the week? It yes! Me. Here we go. 
This is from Darren Dredge at Dredge5316 on Twitter. If you was allowed to steal anything from a British museum, what would it be? <laughs> oh, man, I know exactly what I'd take. In the M-Shed in Bristol, there's some little, like, actual Wallace clay models. I would, I would steal all of those and I'd make a Wallace room. Oh, a Wallace wow. room to go <laughs> with your Wallace stinky room. room. <laughs> What is it? Is it what's what's the room called in Fifty Shades? I want like you know that oh. sex dungeon, but for Wallace and Gromit <laughs> in my house. Oh, I don't know. I've not seen Fifty Shades, sadly. Just let's just call it the naughty room. Mm. Um, I'll have a naughty room of Wallace. You could have yeah. a sign on the door that says the Gorgonzola. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, fantastic. Very good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Ben. You've just you fin you put the little hat on top of my Wallace room. Thank oh, you. Oh, I did it. I did. I got up there and I put the hat on. Well, you boys, what do you both, what do you both want to steal? That's of great historical importance. Uh, um, Peter, would you steal a whole castle? I, well, I don't think they have those in museums. Did, was it specifically a British museum or or it in said the world? A British museum. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, maybe just like there's a. <laughs> In in the British Museum, I think it's the British Museum, not the Natural History. Yeah, I think it's in the British Museum in London. There's like they've got a big Egyptology uh, exhibit there that's like permanently on, and um, there's a load of mummified Egyptians in there. Uh, but they've also got like a mummified hawk and a mummified baboon there, and I think Ooh. just just for the sake of being able to say. <laughs> people when people come around for tea and they're like what what's that then you know <laughs> at the thing in the corner go oh it's just that's just my mummified baboon it's, don't worry about that at all nice uh maybe that's what i'd steal just a mummified baboon two thousand years old <laughs> just as an icebreaker yeah <laughs> that's good that'll be amazing i'm actually following a similar trend to you peter mm. um i whenever i visited uh museums as a child I was always taken in by the Egyptian artifacts that were particularly golden and blue, you know, yeah. where they sort of striped them like the little... I, calling them figurines is probably a bit reductive, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Those sort mm -hmm. of small, yeah. shiny things. I'd like one of those just on my mantelpiece. But yes. uh, then again, that's what that's what Britain did anyway. <laughs> what went around stealing stuff from the rest of the world. For their mantelpiece, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Uh, so maybe that's not the best look. But yeah, something golden and shiny, I think. Maybe a dinosaur skeleton. That would be pretty cool. Oh, that would be cool. Like, um, uh, what's it called? What's that game called that everybody loves? Animal Crossing. Yes. Ah, yes. Yes. Oh, now you make me think, maybe, I w what's like the smallest dinosaur? Because in actual museums, they've got like the massive, <laughs> actual real life, you know, recreations of them. I want like a little one that can hang from my ceiling. So I've got oh. a little dinosaur floating around. Maybe yeah, there's a, ge cool. a, a, a geff in there somewhere. A geff. <laughs> yeah, there must be some taxidermized mongoose somewhere in just, you know, a natural history museum or something. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, well, we had the little um, toy, quote-unquote toy version. Maybe we should uh, delve into the real thing, find an actual actual mongoose, put some little hands on it, and bam. Maybe I'd steal meat face, because that must be in a museum somewhere, <laughs> It's right? got to be. That does belong in a museum. <laughs> it belongs in a museum. Could you imagine ever cooking meat face? <laughs> Kids wanted to cook it and eat it, remember? Oh, God. Oh, God. It's like the world's oldest hot cross bun. I'm sure you've seen that. 
that's <laughs> still there from like the 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 twentieth early twentieth or late nineteenth century, and it's like preserved and it looks all horrible and grey. But it'd be like eating that. Uh. Oh, oh, you can't. Grey meat face. You can't eat the meat face. Horrid. Wonderful. Well, thank you, Darren, for that question. The next thank question comes from Justin at Drawn by Justin, who asks, "Who would like to share their thing first? Oh, what a segue! <laughs> Very good. I've Breaking got a, new ground. I've got something to share that I think maybe we should get out of the way quickly. Um, <laughs> oh no! Okay, because <laughs> it's a slightly sensitive subject, and if you're listening with your with your loved ones, with your children, um, you know maybe you should just quickly sort of scrub through the next ten minutes. Okay, <laughs> oh, don't God, listen terrified. to this with your children ever, please. No. Please. Uh, it also is going to contain at least one word of strong language. Oh, like oh one goodness. of the bad swear words, one of the really like, bad ones. Like Shit. crap. Oh, Willy. no, not yeah. Willy. Come on. I've got to bleep those now. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Um, so this is I really didn't want to bring a weird news story, but I just couldn't help it because I saw this shared on Facebook, which I hardly ever go on anymore. But someone had shared it and I was like, oh, wow. Another Daily Mirror story for um for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> the headline doesn't even tell you half the story, but the headline is Mortified Mum Confused as Postman Smirks Handing Over Parcel, Then Sees Label. Okay. Okay. Chloe Lythgo says she's resigned herself to years of embarrassment when she has to face her postman after her online Amazon order came with the product name printed on the label. No. Okay. A mum said she can no longer look her postman in the eye after an online order arrived without the discreet packaging it promised. Chloe Lithgow received an alert on her phone that a delivery was arriving when she said she saw the driver walking up the path, smiling to himself. As she signed for the package, she realised that the name of the X-rated sex toy inside was printed on the label, right next to the barcode the postal worker had to scan first. I opened the door and he handed it over, smirking, as if he knew what was in the box, she said. There is then a photo of the parcel with the label and the words, Satisfy a cunt sucker, next generation. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's the worst it could have been. It's not graceful at all, is it? Why, you know, why is it not called the, (laughs) the tickler or the, you know... The, the the fizzy fun times or something. It's satisfier sea sucker next generation. Oh, Is that the one God. with Sir Patrick Stewart in it? Yes, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I've just pulled up the Amazon article for it, and yet that is. Uh, mm-hmm. So what is it called? What it's called? Uh, did they get it from Amazon? Yeah. Okay, it's... I'm going to search for it on Amazon. Did you search for it on Amazon, Mikey? I did. I did. Yes. Okay. Can I have a link? Please. Yeah, can, can you post a link to a sex X-rated sex toy in the chat, please? Satisfy a clit sucker next generation. I didn't realise they oh, sold it... sex toys. Oh wow, it's clit sucker. Okay, well that's not as bad. Maybe they've changed it after this that news article. They just thought, oh, that's no. A bit well, risky. in the news article, there's a photo of the label, but they've blurred out the middle two letters, so it's just C oh. something something T. And what else am I supposed to think? <laughs> that's a I good, suppose that's a good so. Point. Also, why does it look like an an AirPod? Well, 
It, I don't know. Oh, it does a bit, doesn't it's, it? It's the whole mystery of things. Here's a question in the, on the, we could have hours of fun here. Is the packaging discreet? Sex toys from Amazons are usually in opaque plastic bags, so you can't see the contents, but have a barcode label on the outside with text describing the contents. Oh, well, they've changed that. They have changed that because there is a screen. The next part of the article is a screenshot of that question from Amazon. And the answer is, we always make discretion at primary a primary consideration. As such, we ensure that all parcels leaving the warehouse are plain and nondescript. All of our orders are packed in neutral packaging without featuring the name or logo. Naughty. Um, I mean... Maybe they have changed it from from one C to to the other, but no, I think it's just I'm well disappointed that the the mirror have allowed me to think it was <laughs> cunt sucker oh. because the mere notion that a sex toy would ever be called anything like that was no, uh, Peter. That is what it's called. We're, we're ignoring the internet. The internet's lying. The Daily Mail never does. It, was, it is the 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 C sucker. Yeah. The C um, sucker. The article continues with a quote from Chloe, who says, It was awful. I looked at him as if to say, please, I hope you've not seen it. And he looked back to me as if to say, I know what's in there. I have seen that. (laughs) The 21-year-old ordered the £15 adult toy from Amazon with the product delivery details promising to make discretion a primary consideration. But Chloe from Warrington says she now feels mortified every time she has to answer the door to face her postie. Oh dear. A Christmas miracle. Five stars. <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm 99% sure I passed over into the afterlife for a brief moment in time. Oh I will never God. leave the comfort of my house again to seek the solace of a lover or even to buy batteries. Not that I could walk for a good 30 minutes anyway, as it's Jesus. rechargeable. A gift from God. <laughs> God Thanks, did not God. have anything to do with this toy. Are you I'm sure God you. didn't have anything to do with the satisfier cunt sucker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I don't oh, think geez. so. He designed it. He knows how it works. Well, love, honey. I think if you're in the UK, is probably the safest place to go. Very discreet. Yeah. If, Very if you... excellent products. <laughs> excellent products. Please sponsor us, love, honey. Uh, yeah, Amazon. Don't buy your sex toys from Amazon, please. Amazon. Jeff Bezos doesn't need your sex money, and but of course, he will hold on to that information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and of course, the CEO of Love Honey is God himself. Yes, so you know that's where it's coming from, Mister Honey himself, God Honey. <laughs> Have you seen the second, uh, the the other helpful review, but the one star helpful review? Oh, is that the one that talks about bleeding? All pain, no pleasure. Okay. One star. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, some. There's some detailed reviews on there that I didn't. <laughs> I didn't think would be great to share. No. Uh, but uh, you know what? Oh my god! Yeah, it does say. Yeah, it talks about bleeding. Okay. It's yeah. it's there. <laughs> it exists, and it's a cheap sex. Don't buy yourself cheap sex toys. I think is the. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You remember when we went to um, Poundland in Bristol for the. Barbie makeup prove it to buy makeup and they had like the one pound sex toys that would like slide onto your finger and vibrate and they were just made out of hard plastic and they looked like the most brutal things I'd ever seen (laughs) yeah shocker I do horrifying I think what's worse getting a sex toy delivered to you by your royal mail post operative or the going up into a pound and checkout with it what's what's worse I feel (laughs) 
at least there's a like a, a, a smidge of self-respect with the Amazon one because you're putting in like a bit more effort. That's true, and you could not be home. You might not have to sign for it. It would be worse if they were out of stock at Poundland because you'd have to go in and go, excuse me, do you have the Satisfier Cunt Sucker next generation, please? Or is Previous that... generation. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> wow. I mean, Poundland do have self-service tills now, so there is, you know, maybe True. just maybe just sort of uh, case the joint first. Mm, Work yeah. out your exit strategy. <laughs> you go in there, you buy your weird one-pound sandwich that's been there for probably about a week, a can of iron brew, and uh, your, your lovely new sex toy, and you're ready for a wild weekend. The, the oldest top crossbone in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Beautiful. Wow. Thank you, Peter. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank what, you. What a delight. You can now take the cotton wool out of your children's ears. Also, don't let them listen to this. Ever. No, Again, we can't stress that enough. This is not for children. No, definitely not. <laughs> we have another question here from Robin Lankhorst, I believe, Ooh. at Robin Lankhorst on Twitter. What skill did you pick up during lockdown you're not particularly proud of? Like unknowing one actually could eat three pizzas in a row or sitting motionless on the couch for six hours straight. <laughs> oh my god, I don't know where to begin with the bad habits I've picked up. <laughs> I'm quite glad it is bad habits or bad things you've learned because I've got I've learned nothing valuable from this time. No, no nothing. <laughs> nothing. I've I've done I don't I had like a brief stint of being productive of like learning some 3D stuff and this is the rest of the time I've just been I've done nothing and it's bad. <laughs> I think I've learned the limits of just how lazy I can be. And <laughs> I'm scared of what I've learned. <laughs> of what you're capable of. I don't like wearing jeans anymore. It feels weird to put on jeans. <laughs> Actually, that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I, I don't really bother doing my hair anymore. Um, shorts all the time. God, I've become the ultimate slob. <laughs> I, on the other hand, have had to learn how to... I mean, there's not much to it, but just sort of generally I've had to start drying my hair with a hairdryer because it's that long now. Ooh, oh, no. I never used to use one. I know you're a hairdryer guy, aren't you, Mikey? Uh, I am, yeah. It probably is not great for the hair, but they are quick and they get the job done. Well, I'm sure neither is also vigorously rubbing a dry, crinkly <laughs> towel all over my head until the hair goes dry. But yeah, <laughs> I was, I always feel like that. Like that feels like that's ripping out at least a few hairs. Yeah. every time you do that. So mm. I'll I'll take the heat rather than the, the rough massage from the hair sucker next generation. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. No. Oh dear. My hair's all. I always have my hair very short, so I can get away with a with a towel. Um, mm, nice. I've never yeah, had to use true. a hair dryer before. Oh, you lucky boy. No. It's not that bad, but it would be nice to go totally analog with my hair solutions. <laughs> I started frequenting a uh, a takeaway that I swore off when I first oh, no. moved here. Oh, not that one. Yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. That one. The chicken one. The chicken one. The chicken one, yeah. The, the ones who didn't <laughs> want you to give them any business. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they gave me a really, really hard fucking time. They went in there and practically sighed and rolled their eyes that they had to serve me. Yeah. And they're not in a place that has a lot of foot traffic anyway. And they only went because it was nearby and I was, I'd just moved up from London and I was used to walking to places to get takeaway rather than getting it delivered. And so yeah. I walked there and I picked it up and he seemed furious. And I was like, well, fuck you, buddy. I'm never coming back here until I did. And oh. uh, I made the amazing discovery that, hey, I can if I order too much food, I can actually this stuff surprisingly holds up the next day and I can put it in my oven and reheat it and have it the mm. next day until it didn't work. And I had 
some of the worst diarrhea of my adult life. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! And now I can never go back again. Um, so that was a bad <laughs> oh. habit. Was was returning to my ex flame. God, shitty at so, chicken. At some point, you'll return again, and you'll you'll forget the the diarrhea you went through, and you'll go through it all over again. I will. Wow, that's yeah. the ultimate lesson to learn, though, isn't it? That's I think that was like a a message from God. Please yeah. don't return here again. Please don't. <laughs> did you temporarily pass into the afterlife? <laughs> I did. Five stars. Uh, I think. Shit. Yeah, I think food's been the worst thing. It's just like. I, I occasionally uh, delivery was a treat before the end times, but now it's like, <laughs> I mean, it's easing up now where we can actually go to cafes and restaurants and stuff. And I, I haven't made the most of that yet, but there was a, it's, there's been nights where we've done two delivery orders and it's, it's not good. <laughs> two in I've one night. How to, yeah. We'd start oh, wow. with, you know, the other night we got home a bit drunk and thought, fuck it, let's get some, like a wrap in or something. Mm-hmm. And afterwards it was like, oh, oh, let's, let's get creams. Let's get a pancake oh, nice. or a waffle. Ooh. And it, it, just doing it felt bad. Knew I shouldn't have done it, but it's, it's the only joy I've got. <laughs> I suppose it's tricky when you're, when you're vegan and your diet is limited. It's not so. You're returning drunk home food options are not as as broad as as they are for other people yeah oh believe me we still managed to uh, find something <laughs> yeah god it's i think that's the curse of bristol if i was if i was vegan in the midlands some weird little village i would be sti- like skin and bones like i'd be filled up on rice and beans but mm-hmm. in you'd bristol be, you'd be oh. grazing on the village green exactly i'd be the local sheep <laughs> instead in bristol they're fattening me up the little Little man comes up on his on his motorcycle with treats of treats of plenty. Oh, <laughs> damn it. I'm I'm stuck in my house. I can't leave help. That Deliveroo <laughs> one day will catch him wherever he is. Oh, uh, yeah, I was so. similar. Like I I've been eat I've been trying to eat quite well, and then Saturday is treat day, obviously. But yeah, yeah. I found I've I've been drinking a lot more uh, just by myself. Oh, yeah, I have. Uh, and like I spend most of my weekends drunk on my own now, which is fun, and I look <laughs> forward fine, to it. Fine. But there was a brief period where it encroached on like weekday evenings, and then I had to shut that down because I recognised that that was a pattern of unhealthy behaviour. <laughs> so I had to stop that. But um, my friend Ben came up for the weekend, and then his car broke down, and he was stranded here for a whole week. Oh, and that week was probably the worst I've eaten uh, for years. It was just oven pizzas and takeaway and just all sorts of shit nice and it was really bad it sounds kind of fun though it was it was fun and then i felt really i felt bad the whole time though and then the next <laughs> going to bed i felt bad and then you wake up the next day and you're just ready to do it again it's yes. uh it's like still recovering from last night's pizza what's for breakfast oh, potato waffles yeah, yeah burgers reheated chicken takeaway no mm, <laughs> no can't can't do that Mikey, hello. Do you have a thing? I do have a thing. I would like to read you that thing now. I don't know why I didn't just go straight into reading it. I, I, I thought I preempted. Well, thank it. you for easing us in. Theatrics. Welcome to Bristol versus Bristol. Yay! So I, I was hunting around uh, last night, like you know, just scoping out some Bristol news stories, trying to figure out, oh, maybe maybe something that will spark an idea here, or maybe there's a good news story that stands on its own. And then I realized there's a Bristol in America as well. Oh. Oh. Bristol, Tennessee was the one I focused in on. And I thought I'd grab a few news stories from the UK, Bristol, and the Tennessee, Bristol. 
I'd read out the headlines and see if you guys can guess which Bristol they're from. I've okay. said Bristol more than I've ever said in my life. <laughs> but I do want to clarify, though, that just before starting recording this podcast, it's like, is there more Bristols? Turns out there's about 40 Bristols across the world. Of course so, there are. <laughs> All the pirates. Oh, boy. Yeah, Bristol. So, <laughs> so I, there's probably some wealth of things out there, but I just focused in on the Tennessee one because that's all I knew at the time. Maybe I'll do an extended Bristol Universe selection later on. Florida man from Bristol, Florida. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope there's one in Florida. God, imagine the the Florida Bristol. That would just that'd be too much. That'd be the worst place on earth. Yeah. Okay, so our first headline. Bristol Zoo under fire after endangered warty pig ate its entire family and a rare monkey was eaten by otters. What? I will, I'll run through all the article headlines, then we'll, we'll go through okay. and deliberate. Bristol man has had hiccups for the last 27 years. Oh, Christ. Cat in Bristol brings home a bag of illegal drugs. <laughs> Intruders found sleeping in funeral home caskets in Bristol. Uh, vandals vandalize local politicians' home and leave purple dildo on their car. Nice. Or maybe a, a clit sucker, who knows. Nice. And the last one, Bristol turns Central St- Street into giant water slide. Ooh. Okay, so we'll loop back around to the beginning. Bristol Zoo under fire after endangered warty pig, which I quite like on its own, it's just an animal, <laughs> ate its entire family and a rare monkey was eaten by otters. Where do you think this took place? Which hellhole? Well, obviously, Bristol, UK has a zoo, and I don't mm. know if Bristol, Tennessee has a zoo. However, I kind of wonder what kind of... I mean, Bristol Zoo is like a good zoo, and I find it hard to believe that they would allow otters to eat a monkey. Mm. I can maybe <laughs> yeah. see a I don't pig... even know how they'd interact. Like, yeah. Surely it's to be in separate enclosures. I can see, like, one of the pigs eating the other ones, potentially, but <laughs> it might have to be some really crappy small-town zoo. Like, Bristol, Tennessee might be a tiny place with a little petting zoo somewhere where <laughs> they had some warthogs and, ot- like, two otters and a monkey, and now they don't have the monkey anymore. They've only got <laughs> two otters left. <laughs> So I kind of, even though I know there's a zoo in in the UK, I want to say US for that. Yeah, I think I would have. I think we all would have heard about it if it was Bristol, UK. Uh, so yeah, I'll also say Bristol, US. You're both wrong. Oh, it is oh. actually the UK Bristol Zoo. I've got a little uh, summary of the article here. The shocking incidents were revealed by a whistleblower from Bristol Zoo. The unnamed source said the tragic deaths were avoidable with better care. Elvis, a very rare uh, male warty pig, was supposed to mate with a female pig, Midlilla, on his arrival to the zoo. As staff joked, we hope the king takes a shining to her. But unknown to the keepers, the resident female was already pregnant, and when she gave birth to the piglets, Elvis ate them all before fatally injuring her. Oh my god. Elvis. Elvis, what What the fuck, man? I mean, that's, that's the ultimate... I don't even know. If, I don't know if you call that payback. That's just vicious. It's eating your your wife's children. Jesus, Elvis. Yeah, I'm that's... still intrigued by the second half. Like the, these things were all avoidable. We, this could have been avoided with basic care and by not <laughs> keeping the otters in the monkey enclosure. <laughs> oh wow, was that a warty pig? These are warty pigs. Oh wow, they look like a Crash Bandicoot character they're or something. Pretty cool, aren't they? Oh, wow, they do. Yeah. Oh, look at that rad shit. hair. Shit. Yeah. Nice. 
Oh, no, these are actually just screenshots from Beyond Good and Evil 2. (laughs) 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 Okay, our next one was, Bristol Man has had the hiccups for the last 27 years. Mm, Uh, UK or USA? Could happen anywhere. I know that it can happen. Yeah. Um, In in your time in Bristol, did you ever hear a man hiccuping over the hills? (laughs) I heard a lot of things, but I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of things. uh, Yeah, I'm going to say UK. Uh, I'm just going to say, because we've already had a UK one, I'm going to say US for this one. It was indeed the American Bristol, uh-huh. the Tennessee branch. There's not much to go on in the article because it's literally just an article about a man who's been hiccuping for quite a while and medi- medic- medicine can't stop him. But my favourite line was, Bob Taylor drinks a glass of water every day in the hopes to get rid of a little problem. <laughs> one glass, huh? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That... He's really <laughs> going hard, isn't he? Previously, he didn't do any. He didn't drink any water until he had the hiccups. Oh, I hate the idea of, of uncontrollable hiccups forever. Mm. Yeah, it sounds awful. So this story was published in 2012, and I did a bit more googling, and I can't find an update. So we can only assume he's still hiccuping to this very day. Oh, poor guy! But wow, it's, it could be worse. Mm. The longest uh, recorded case of chronic hiccups lasted. Do you want to guess how many years? Oh, a re- like most of someone's life, 50? like 40, 40 years. 70 years. Oh, That's just torture. I, oh, no, no, thank you. People get, um, you get like muscle issues and you get exhaustion and stuff if you have chronic hiccups. If you have hiccups for years or even less, less than years, really, but you get like exhaustion issues and stuff. Man, after an hour, it. it's enough, let alone a lifetime. Jeez. Yeah. Fuck that. Fuck that. Cat in Bristol brings home a bag of illegal drugs. That's got to be the UK one. It has That's to be. That's absolutely the UK Bristol. <laughs> the, most, the most Bristol thing that could ever happen. Uh, the cat brought home a bag full of Class A drugs. <laughs> uh, the, the owners found the pet cuddled up in bed holding the bag. <laughs> and rewarded it oh. with some extra kibble. With, with a bump. Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> you have a little key so <laughs> um it, it doesn't explicitly say what the drugs are but it's it looks like lots of little plastic wraps of cocaine to me and i, I know my plastic wraps of cocaine mm, you would you mm. live in bristol yeah <laughs> it was your cat acc- accidentally picked up the wrong tesco bag on the way home and accidentally came home with 500 grand's worth of class A drugs. <laughs> shit intruders found sleeping in funeral home caskets in bristol <sighs> No sound like vampires to me. Um, yeah, uh, I don't think there's much of a, a vampire population in Bristol. Maybe Tennessee. Yeah, is that Bristol, Transylvania, that one? Or... Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've got an idea. I wonder if it's um, US Bristol, um, partly because although we do still use the word caskets in the, U- in the UK, we don't use it as much. I don't see why they wouldn't, just, wouldn't have just put coffins in the yeah. headline that's true but then that behavior does seem very <laughs> uk <laughs> bristol, bristol. UK. so I- i'm gonna yeah. go uk bristol well, peter's etymological root was right nice. it is indeed the, the the tennessee bristol mm-hmm. uh this is a weird one i mean i mean i guess people who break into funeral homes aren't exactly the smartest but um, police in Tennessee were called to a funeral home where workers found two intruders sleeping inside caskets. Uh, they were called in about 10.30 a.m. Uh, as the police entered the room, one escaped, one man was caught. Turns out, I, I don't know, the, like, the full story's not really there. Like, 
I assume they went in with the intent to break, uh, like steal some stuff, but took a nap and <laughs> didn't wake up in time. Did a casual weird. coffin nap, you know. <laughs> They've been hiccuping I... for twenty years. They were exhausted. <laughs> it looks like. I mean, they look pretty comfy, so I could see it. But you're on the job, man. Come on, at least set a timer so you wake up in time. Vandals vandalize local politicians' home and leave purple dildo on their car. Hmm. That could have been in the recent um, protests, maybe. Maybe it was a politician who was, like, quite right-wing. Um, but then, you know, they happened in America, too. But I guess mm-hmm. maybe not. I don't know if they happened as much in Tennessee. I don't know if that's the kind of place. I think they'll shoot yeah. them in Tennessee, right? Yeah. <laughs> Probably. I'm, I'm going to stick to my guns and go UK again. Yeah, me too. You are 100% right. Do you want to have a guess at who, which politician it was? It's, it's one of the baddie ones. Oh. oh. Is it, it in in Bristol? It's um, He's a Somerset MP. Oh, God, I don't oh, know. it's not... Um... Oh, uh, flipping... The, the guy who, like, reclined on the bench, that, like, front bencher. What's his name? He, oh, Jacob yeah, Jacob. Yeah, isn't he Southwest? He is indeed, is yeah. Is that he's who it a... was? Yep, so the words posh scum and shut up and die (laughs) were sprayed across his windows and car in the Tory MP's house in West Harptree, Somerset. Oh God, wow, didn't didn't realise this bit. Condoms were also left near the grounds of the Tory MP's house during the attack. Uh, The anarchy symbol was left on his Range Rover together with a purple dildo. What beautiful anarchy symbol. (laughs) Beautiful. I bet he wasn't even there at the time. He's probably got like six homes. Yeah, he's up in Durham or something, wasn't he? Condoms were left near the grounds of his home. They... In a shop. <laughs> that could be unrelated, but we're just going to assume it's all tied. Yeah, because they were just sort of nearby. Lamp posts had been constructed near his home. Oh my God. There must the be an- something to do with the, with the protest. What are the anarchists planning? And our last story. Bristol turns Central Street into giant water slide. Hmm. Hmm. Lots of hills in Bristol, UK. Oh, very true. What is Central uh, Street in Bristol? What, yeah, what would that that's, be? I, that's oh. what makes me think it's probably America. Yes, I agree. It is, in fact, the UK. Oh, no, what? Oh. Where's Central Street? I think that was that was just a vague term for a seat, a street near the centre. No, no, I can see. Yeah, no. sorry, that was me being misleading. <gasps> no, not really. But, you just read it. Yeah, but it was um, Park Street in Bristol, the big hilly one next to next to Queen Square. Oh, so, yeah. I, I, and I saw some photos, and it looks bloody amazing. I hope they do it again, so everyone can smudge the germs all over a bit of tarpaulin. <laughs> yes, that's on a hot, hot road. That's what we should all be doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't. I, I read that, and I didn't think that would happen in Bristol because I know a needles everywhere and b the weather. But no, they hijacked a UK street and uh, made it into a fun slide. And the artist who put it all together uh, had quite a sweet quote, which I quite like. Luke said, I'm just interested in thinking about our city in different ways. If you just imagine, you could put slides all around Bristol connecting the neighbourhoods. Shut the fuck up, Luke. (laughs) Get a real job. (laughs) I, I, I want Luke to be mayor one day so we can have slip and slides from Stokescroft to to. Bedminster, that's the dream. Christ, the traffic situation in Bristol is already horrible. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
Well, we just boot out the cars. Yeah, you don't, we don't need cars in the centre if you've got a slip inside, do you? I suppose not. That's, that's one way to solu- uh, make, find a solution. Slide all the way along. Was it the M5? What is it in Bristol? Is it the M4? M4? I don't know the streets, to be honest. Or roads. The one that we had a crash on because of that idiot. Oh, because of that idiot. God, yeah. No, not necessarily that one. I'm just trying to think of a road and, and whether or not the slide could propel me all the way to my parents from Bristol if I picked up enough speed. That would have been oh. nice. Definitely not if it was by that crossing by Queen Square because you'd have to wait on your slide for all those pedestrians to walk <laughs> over. All right, lovely. Thank you very much, boys. You you played Bristol or Bristol. Amazing. Thank you, yeah. Michael. Wonderful. Thank you. Next question comes from Scoo...at at Great Scott UK on Twitter. My two-year-old is scared of getting washed down the plug hole when the bath is emptying. At her age, I would hide in the footwell when going through the mechanical car wash as I didn't want to get the fluffy rollers. I didn't want the fluffy rollers to get me, sorry. What was your irrational fear as a child? Oh, oh fluffy God. rollers. Fluffy mm. rollers. Irrational oh, fear as a child. That's a good question. I feel like there is one. And I'm trying to remember what it is. Yeah, I'm like uh, searching deep into my brain right now. I feel like, I mean, I wouldn't call it, I don't know, well, maybe I guess it is irrational, but I definitely had like quite a strong fear of the dark, but that's a boring one. That's not fluffy rollers, is it? Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I texted my mum. Oh. To ask her. Right. If there were any sort of, because the question implies that it's sort of, as an irrational fear, it would, it would be something that you experienced more than once. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I don't think apparently I was very well behaved, so I didn't I didn't have any irrational repeat fears, but I did have a couple of incidents as a child mm. <laughs> uh, that I can that I can provide you with if you're interested. If you like, oh, oh yeah, I've remembered one. So you you go and then yeah, okay, I can get you back too. Here we go. You once refused to come down a very high slide at Cotswold Wildlife Park. You were too scared. There was a big long queue and I had to bring you back down the very narrow up staircase past all these children's and all these children and mummies. Oh, and mummies. And mummies. <laughs> Not the mummies. Uh, it also says here the bloody mummy film, which is when I watched the mummy at my cousin's house and it gave me nightmares. Uh, a performance wise man story it says all you had to do was carry your myrrh and give it to mary and joseph (laughs) and you wet the bed the night before you were so freaked out by it oh no oh bless and jesus never got his myrrh in the nativity play yeah because one of the wise men got scared and did a a bed wee the night before and couldn't (laughs) couldn't hack it i can't wash one of my clothes in time Imagine if that happened in the real story, if only two wise men turned up because one of them had done a, a tent wee the day before. Yeah, yeah, could have done. Oh, a tent wee sounds bad, actually, because it just puddles at the bottom and you look... Oh, oh no. no. Yeah, you'd, have to miss, you'd have to miss the baby Jesuit's uh, birth, wouldn't you, to clean that up? Mm. Oh, how sad. Was that Pew. your mum's lot? That was my mum's lot, yeah. Wow. Little, little, little scaredy cat boy. I know. Yeah, we, all, we all were. I've got one yeah. for you. I remember having, to be fair, this. I think this is kind of understandable because, and I may have even told this story before, but I, I had a night terror once when I was, I don't know, sort of a, a, a reasonable age because I remember which house we were in. So it must have been after we moved. So I must have been about eight years old. But I like woke up in the night 
but not really. And so it was because I used to sleepwalk a little bit when I was a kid. And it was kind of this thing where I was I could see and I was like conscious and I walked downstairs because I was really, really scared. But I think like you're still kind of a little bit asleep as well. And in so much as like your brain can just generate random bits of either imagery or sounds or emotions in you in the same way it can do in a dream, even though you're awake. And I went downstairs because I just had this, I went downstairs because I had this overwhelming sense of dread. Like I was really, really terrified. And I somehow knew that there was this like big tube coming down from the sky. Like imagine a big like slide or something from the, from in the playground, one of those tube slides. Mm -hmm. And inside the tube, there was a meteor rolling down the tube wow and it was gonna hit oh earth my God. and we were all gonna die and at the same time as this whole thing i kept just i could picture this really really tiny cartoon ladybird with like an anthropomorphic face with a really high-pitched voice just sort of saying like hi or something <laughs> and it was really scaring me i could just sort of i couldn't see it really anywhere but i was just aware that there was this tiny ladybird man <laughs> saying hi and it was the scariest thing ever. So there was that. But then also one of my earliest memories when I was about four, maybe, uh, or a bit younger, um, we were on a um, we were on a ferry, I think, going to France. And uh, when I was younger, we used to occasionally go and stay in like static static caravans you know like on a little it's called a caravan but it doesn't i don't think it moves like it's a just trailer like a, sort of thing yeah it's like a trailer thing and it's yeah. on like a um a, a kind of holiday park where they do like kids clubs and stuff so my parents were able to go out into the town and do fun things well while we were at the kids club so we we're going to this thing and my parents said oh yeah we're going to be we're going to stay in a caravan we're going to stay on this caravan park and i had the irrational fear that we were going to be in like a, a like a a proper camper van with wheels kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, and that we would all go to sleep at night in this camper van, and that the camper van would roll down the hill while we were asleep, and we would oh. die. <laughs> oh shit! I was terrified, and I just kept him. And I was crying on this ferry. I was going, <laughs> I don't want to go in a caravan. Oh, I don't want to go in a ca. And my parents were really embarrassed because they had this child <laughs> crying in their arms saying, I don't want to go in a caravan. <laughs> and everyone was staring at us and thinking, oh, they're, they're going in a caravan. We're off to Disneyland, you know. Oh, and no. I just cried and cried. Oh, and then when we finally Peter. got there, I realized, oh, it's okay. It's not like the one off Sooty and Co who had a camper van. So. Did, did you ever explain to your parents why you were scared? Or was it just, I don't want to go in a car- caravan? No, I don't think it was. I think I just kept crying and crying, saying I didn't want to go. And they didn't know why. And in hindsight, like I, it's quite a vivid memory. And I just think, like, why didn't I just say, like, what if it rolls down the hill in the night? Because then they could have said, don't worry, it doesn't have wheels. It's fine. <laughs> and it's not on a hill. That would be irresponsible. Oh, I, like, I like you too. They, they're just there thinking you really don't like... British holidays. Yeah. yeah. I want to go in a five-star hotel. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, bless God. Amazing. I, I've, de- I've, I've definitely talked about mine before on Podiates, but it's the only one I can think of. Is was my um, couple of month-long stint of being deathly afraid of dust mites. Oh. Where we, we I went don't know to if you remember. Yeah, I don't know if I know this one. Dust mites. 
Oh, okay, good. I, I remember really vividly as a kid going to a carpet shop, my parents, and they had this display. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, have you got dust mites in your carpet? And, like, it was advertising a cleaning thing or something. And it just had this, like, one meter long visual, like, picture of a dust mite, which obviously they're tiny in real life, but just seeing this gross, amplified creature. And it was like, oh, they're all over your carpet. So I had cemented in my mind that these were just horrible little monsters that lived in our carpet. And so for a month, I would make every effort not to stand on a rug, stand on carpet. I'd kind of like very quickly run around places until I was back to safety. <laughs> and I just, I just, I remember being in bed thinking, oh God, the, the, the dust mites are going to get me. The dust mites are going to get me. Oh just, God. I'm just going to Google dust mite to re- uh, remind myself of what they look oh, like. Oh no, don't do that. Oh, you won't God. sleep. Oh, Mikey, why did you do me? that? Oh, Put it in the chat, gross. Mikey. I want to no. see it now. <laughs> No, oh, okay. God. I do remember you talking <clears throat> about that on on Podiats before because it went some really weird place where like yeah, the, yeah. the dust oh mite was being like dom and you were sub and oh. it was some kind of sex thing it turned into last time. Oh, Jeez, I don't I remember that at all. Feels, I think I it was so unwell. Oh, look at it. It's like a head crab. It's like the shaved uh, pig above. <laughs> yeah. <it is. laughs> oh God. I mean, the yeah. front is a little bit. It's a little bit vaginal looking as well, isn't it? Good. Right. I'm going to scroll up. Not to want to see Oh, that. why did you do that to yourself, Michael? I don't know. I just wanted to, I wanted to feel something. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Despite the only thing that can do it. Okay, great. Well, now I know exactly why I was scared of them. I was very right to be. That's You awful. were. You were very brave sharing that with us, Michael. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Right. It's time for my thing. Okay. And in a similar... What was that? What was that? What was that noise? I don't know. It was a tinkly noise. It was a tinkly noise, Sorry, Michael. That's a, that, that's a ferret getting a ball. What oh, nice. No, no, no. I like it. I just want to know what it is. <laughs> it's a ferret. No, that's, ball. The, that's, that's the magic transition sound. We're going into Oh, right. Thing. Of course. Yes. Yeah. If they, yeah, I texted ferret so they were aware. <laughs> okay. So it's time for some weird fake news uh, it, oh, yes. in a similar vein to Mikey's thing today. So we got double whammy of headlines. Some of them are Ooh. real. Some of them are from satirical news website, The Onion. The world's so strange that how can you tell the difference anymore? Um, and I've sourced all of these from the subreddit, not The Onion. I have retooled some of them ever so slightly to help them blend in. And I believe one, two, three, four, I have six today. Ooh. So I will read all of these for you. And then we'll go back through and you can decide which one is real and which one is fake. Nice. You ready? Yes. Maine man, and that's a man from Maine, by the way, not as in my (laughs) Maine man, (laughs) saws neighbor's garage in half amid boundary dispute. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. Parents of toddler pretending to be policemen abused online. (laughs) Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Was the... (laughs) <laughs> Who's pretending to be the policeman? A toddler. Again. Parents of toddler pretending to be policemen abused online. Right. Oh my god. Man arrested in Washington State after taunting police with donut. Nice. <laughs> Good. Okay. Colombian cartels killing those who don't obey their COVID nineteen lockdown. <clears throat> Excuse me, lockdowns. <laughs> Okay. Fruit Good. flies caught in honey are attempting to save fellow fruit flies, experts say. Oh, that that's a tricky one. 
and people frustrated by lockdown in Iceland can release their screams over a loudspeaker. Oh, good. I need that. Right. So, first one. Main man saws neighbor's garage in half amid boundary dispute. This feels very true. Yeah, like I could absolutely see that happening. It's real. Oh, nice. A man who cut his neighbor's garage in half with a saw was on friendly terms with the man who built the structure, just (laughs) not with everyone who lived on the property after he died. Oh. Oh. And he sawed it in half. Wow. So I guess he's like, oh, well, I like this guy when he built it, but these new people are knobheads, and technically this is on my land. So Seems that way. Sawed it right up. Sawed it right in half. Nice. Fair enough. Quick, swift solution to the problem. Yep. I admire that. That's man. it. Just sort of a, what's the, uh, what's, what, was it Solomon? King Solomon, who just split everything in half as his solution? I don't know, but. I don't remember. I mean, oh, none of us that, were that there. That does sound about right. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Parents of toddler pretending to be policemen abused online. I, I, I'm struggling to see how this could be an onion, like how, what, where the joke is, other than it just being weird. So I'm going to say it's true. Yeah, I'm thinking true as well. I can imagine that just like, oh, we dressed up little David as, as a policeman and everyone online be like, oh, fuck off, air cab. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. See, maybe the the retooling has hidden some sort of punchline, but I'll still say true. I want, I want to say true. It's onion. Oh. The original headline was Toddler feels somewhat torn about pretending to be policeman in current climate. Right. <laughs> okay. Very good. Expressing misgivings over perpetuating a system of oppression, local toddler Aaron Merchant reportedly felt somewhat torn Monday about pretending to be a policeman in the current climate. I have a lot of fun yelling at kids and putting them into jail, but I certainly don't want to contribute to a police state, said Merchant, reflecting <laughs> on why he... Sorry, this, this is a long sentence. Reflecting on why he derived joy from repeatedly crashing his tricycle into his siblings while making siren noises with his mouth. <laughs> God. Okay, next one. Uh, have you seen, just, I just, that just reminded me. Have you seen that picture online of someone on Facebook posted a, like a picture of their very small child dressed as Donald Trump? No. Uh, it's just like it's like in a comment thread just like thanks everyone he enjoyed being donald for a day <laughs> and then this guy called nicholas chimes in why would he enjoy being a dickhead i'm gonna kick your son in the ribs <laughs> oh god it's quite specific that's amazing <laughs> i just assumed like i in my head i could so picture the police one be like going carrying out in the exact same way <laughs> i wouldn't yeah. be surprised if it has somewhere <laughs> Man arrested in Washington State after taunting police with donut. Mm. Could have happened, but could very easily be retooled into something funny. Yeah. Uh, into a, a clever bit of satire. But I I feel like maybe a man was waving a donut in the police's face and being all, hey, why don't you have a donut officer and got arrested? I think it's true. Yeah, I'm going to say true as well. It's true. It's true. And mm. speaking of police corruption, the uh, the subtitle for this news article is The 18-year-old is accused of fourth-degree assault. Video shows he didn't touch anyone. 
God, fourth Ooh. degree assault. He's just waving a donut on a stick. And that was it. Maybe wow. it was maybe it was a, a salted caramel <laughs> donut. <laughs> oh God! Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for coming along, everyone. We're going to end the show there. Yeah, can't get any better than that. Colombian cartels killing those who don't obey their COVID nineteen lockdowns. <laughs> okay. think, I think that's onion myself. But I also kind of want to know. I, I want to believe. At the heart of the cartel, they are safety conscious and they're not bad people. But I do think onion. It's got to be onion. They're safety conscious. <laughs> While we're so beheading if you're these not people... wearing a mask, you're going to get shot. <laughs> well, that's the only way to make things work is with fear, right? Mm. It's real. Oh, wow. God. Oh, my God. Drug cartels and rebel groups are imposing their own bloody coronavirus lockdowns across Colombia and killing those who do not obey, according to a new report by Human Rights Watch. At least eight Jesus. civilians have been murdered by the armed groups, some of them holdovers from Colombia's oh. half-century civil war, which are using WhatsApp chats and pamphlets to warn citizens of the lockdowns in the rural areas where they operate. Wow, God. that's yeah. amazing. Jesus. Yeah. Res- I mean, amazing in not a good way. I, I should specify yeah, that. Yeah, it's horrifying. Like, wow, that's such a good idea. <laughs> so Brilliant. Good. Let's well kill them. Well done, cartels. <laughs> Residents are banned by gangs from fishing, limiting their ability to earn money and food. And there's a 5 p.m. curfew, apparently. Far stricter than the measures imposed by the government. Um, so You have to. Uh, you also have to leave your cocaine for 72 hours before you snort it, because otherwise... Otherwise the cats could, will uh, take it. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that goes. Okay, next one. This is fruit flies caught in honey are attempting to save fellow fruit flies, experts say. This, I don't know. This could be a scientific finding or it could be... There could just be a little a little hidden punchline there. <laughs> I'm, I'm, del- I'm, I'm digging my mind back. I, 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 I can just totally see this as like a Guardian article where like, oh... Yeah. Flies stuck in honey are just actually trying to save their friends. They're just a bit stupid about it. Thing is, fruit flies only live for twenty four hours anyway. Some species, like they literally, their lifespan is a day. They they are born, they have sex, and they die. And we're all jealous of them. <laughs> so, do they have time to save each other from honey? I think that's. I think it's an onion article, and there's some funny in there somewhere. Uh, I don't. I mean, honey's not a fruit. So the fruit flies po- couldn't possibly have <laughs> no. any interest in it. So. You've got me there, Mikey. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this has got to be onion. <laughs> it's onion. Oh. Huh. That's kind of weird, thinks fruit fly, diving into dish of honey containing corpses of 15 <laughs> other fruit flies. <laughs> Observing yet disregarding the bodies of 15 of his fellow flies suspended in the tempting but viscous <laughs> substance, a fruit fly reportedly found itself thinking, huh, that's kind of weird, Tuesday, as it plunged into a dish of honey containing the suffocated corpses. Nice. Observing but disregarding, was it? That's that's a really good line. <laughs> yeah. Granted, it's a little <laughs> disturbing, but it's probably not anything to worry about, said the Drosophila melan- melanogaster. Jesus. <laughs> there we go, that was onion. And finally, we turn to Iceland. People frustrated by lockdown in Iceland can release their screams over a loudspeaker. Hmm. That's got because I, I, I it, it's one of those one of those one countries. of those ones, eh? <laughs> the cold ones where it is a thing where people scream. But what? <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Michael. One of those cold countries where people uh, scream. Yeah, Please talk us through I, that. 
Well, you mean like you know, Skyrim? Uh, there's, genu- there's genuinely a thing, and I can't remember what country it is. It might be this one, but where people like at a set time, like maybe like once a week or something, will pop their heads out, and everyone will just have like a good scream. Oh, it's wow. like the daily de stress. Sounds good. And I really, I really hope that's a real thing. That's why like, mums go to Iceland. No. <laughs> <laughs> what was the headline again? Was it they're getting an electronic? Uh, people frustrated by lockdown in Iceland can release their screams over a loudspeaker. Yeah, you might have it there, Mikey, with a bit of inside knowledge. Yeah, maybe it's that they're not allowed to now stick their head outside so they can (laughs) scream through some sort of megaphone. Are you talking about yodeling, Mikey? No, no, literally, this is... Wow, have you not heard of this before? Just, um, I, I love the idea that he was talking about yodeling. He's like, oh, there's this cold uh, country somewhere where people scream uh, to, to release a bit of stress. Oh, uh, I've just... <laughs> this is the most useless Google I've ever done. What I've Googled scream time in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, but I, just carry on. I'll, 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 I'll dig. I'll make sure I'm not going insane. Okay. All right. Uh, here we go. This is a this is amazing. It's real. Yeah. Um, here we go. There, there's no denying that having a good old scream can help release some tension when you're feeling a little worked up. Well, this is the basis for a new initiative designed to help those stressed out by the pandemic. People in Iceland are being invited to play their screams over a loudspeaker in remote parts of the country. It's been set up <laughs> by the Scandinavian Nations Tourist Board, who have even created a website, wow. which I'll send you shortly, so people can record themselves letting off steam. These screams are then played through one of seven speakers dotted around quieter areas of the country. So you wow. could be out walking, <laughs> and then you could just hear someone scream. And do you want to know what the best thing about this is? Yeah. The website looks like you need Iceland.com, which I'm going to send you now seemingly will let each of us record a scream right now oh wow it says tap to scream okay it's asking for permission to use my microphone um click and hold to record your scream please scream responsibly the world is listening and it looks like mine is going to be played in somewhere in west fjord iceland this is insane what on earth is happening i love this i'm gonna do it Oh man, I'm so furious about being locked down. Ah! <laughs> it's playing back for me. Um, send your scream to Raudasandur Westfjord, Iceland. Your scream will be blasted from speakers. <laughs> <laughs> what on earth? This, this is amazing. Okay, my screen wow. name is Ben. I'm in screen New- name. My screen name Newcastle, and I am in. Uh, United Kingdom, I agree. Finish. Sending. I really hope we've got one listener in in wherever <laughs> the fuck, and they're going to hear Ben Potter. Oh my god, it gets better. If you put your what? email address in, they will email you a video of your scream. <laughs> oh my god. Wow, this is it. The Iceland's going to hear you echo through the hills. Whose wow. idea was this? This could be so badly abused. Think of all the, you know, like when they say, oh, vote on the name of our new, our, our new b- hospital wing. And like Hitler wins by 85%. Hospital <laughs> hospital face. Yeah. What? This is madness. Yeah. It's, uh, it's gone. It's been sent out into the world, apparently. 
My scream is out there. Would you guys like to do your screams too? Yeah, let me let me yeah, okay. just, let, let me I just all right, here we go. Ah, I'm getting very tired of being indoors. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Amazing. I'm just I I could have done a whole thing on that. I didn't even pay much attention to it when I was getting it. Oh my god, I unmuted. You can it's you can hear this it's playing a live feed of different screams right now as well. Oh, is it? Yeah, I unmuted it and I could hear a guy going, "Hi, hi, hi." <laughs> <laughs> I think he's not got the idea. Oh no, I haven't had my video through yet, but I'll I'll tweet it from the video's account when it comes through. Oh, mine didn't go through. I'm going to have to I'll do that again after the okay. after the end of the podcast. <laughs> Oh, this is beautiful. I'm going to spend the night just listening to screams now. Okay, I'm going to do one now. Okay. okay. Bearing in mind, I've got family in the house, so I've got to do a limit. <laughs> they might come rushing in if I over scream. I might do a Mikey Why one because they. Do you complain about going to the caravan? <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I don't want to go in caravan. <laughs> okay, send your. Sc- oh, Jesus, it plays it back. That's horrible. <laughs> Send your scream to Skogarfoss, South Iceland. Oh, wow. We've all gone to different parts of Iceland. Oh, it's magic. For everyone Peter. at home, I just want to reiterate the URL because this is really good fun. Looks like you need Iceland.com. Uh, yep. Wow. That's amazing. United Kingdom. I agree. The terms and conditions finish. Sending. Beautiful. <laughs> That's weird to know that that is now playing somewhere in Iceland yes. as we speak. Yeah, probably at 10 roughly 10 p.m. local time. Which is amazing. Yeah. Okay, final question. That was my thing. Final question. Caleb Smitherum at Dr. Kalibo on Twitter. As the summer holidays approach, I was wondering what would be your ideal holiday location and what new and unusual things you would like to do there. Ooh. Can you just read the first half of that question again? Because as I sent my email off, it played it back to me again. And you were, <laughs> you were drowned out by me saying I didn't want to go in a caravan. Of course. As the summer holidays approach, I was wondering whether you'd like to go to the caravan. Right. What, what's your ideal holiday location and what do you want to do there, basically? Oh, okay. Ooh, Simple um... one to finish on. I do actually want to go to Iceland at some point, but maybe not to a, <laughs> maybe not to the quieter areas because they're if no you, longer quiet. If you get there quick enough, you might hear your own scream. <laughs> yeah, that would be weird. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I, well, this, this is the boring answer. So this won't be my real one, but I do kind of actually want to explore more of the UK because, mm-hmm. um, that, like, recently it's kind of been like everyone's been like, oh, I want to go on holiday, and obviously selections are far limited, so. Like a lot of people have been going to places in the UK. It's like, oh, that sounds nice. You know, go down to like the South Coast. Never been there before. There's, there's lots of areas to the UK that are all very special and unique to themselves. Yeah. Well, so, one of the other places I was going to say was Orkney. That's pretty rad up there. They've got some. Uh, they've got they've got some of the only surviving prehistoric uh, like dwellings because obviously they used to be built oh, out wow. of wood and uh, you know thatch and stuff. Well, not even thatch, just wood and plants. So they, they've rotted away. But uh, in Orkney, there's no trees. So it, all the houses are made out of stone. And they, they're still there. And it's like the Flintstones. It's like someone's just made a house, <laughs> but out of slabs of rock. Uh, it's, you know, it's amazing. Wow. It, it looks fake. It look amazing. Wow. Yeah. There's, uh, 
there's, they've all got like two beds and then like like a dresser, like sh- like shelves and stuff. It's like so strange. Oh, they're just like us, aren't they? Yeah, I've <laughs> seen it on documentaries people. and stuff. I'd like to go there. Nice. I think maybe maybe not. I don't want to go in the summer, but Japan would be amazing at some point. Uh, I think yeah. that's like my ultimate like got to go before I die place because it just sounds so fucking mental. But it sounds very hot in summer, and I don't want to be sweaty, sweaty man tr- cruising around little tiny Tokyo. <laughs> I'd also love to go to Japan. I've actually been saving and um, planning to go to Japan for a very long time, and I was gonna go oh. next year, but I don't think oh. that's gonna happen now. So, uh, so at some point, I have the money put to one side, and I would, I will go to Japan. But in terms of like a summer holiday, I have very fond memories of of going to France with my family, and uh, I'd like to go somewhere warm in France that's out of the way, and have like my own swimming pool in the back garden, and just sort of live there for a week with Wi-Fi, and uh, and just sort Ooh. of live in the pool. In the in the warm, that's what I would like. Sounds good. So nice, yeah. Especially in, if you're in deep France, you probably just like buy jugs of wine, for like three euros each, and it's the best thing you'll ever taste. I saw in a magazine the other day that there's an entire uh, well, I don't think there's even just the one. I think there's plenty of uh, French hamlets, like an entire hamlet for sale, and it'll cost you like a ridiculously little amount because. Uh, there's loads and loads and loads of property in France um, that is just going cheap because it's not in the tourist areas and people are moving out of these villages and you can just you can buy you can buy little houses in France for like nothing uh, but they're like they're no good as as proper tourist houses because uh they're not near the cities or anything so that's why they're so cheap wow and now we're leaving so. the eu so have fun buying one yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah they're saving all the cheap houses for themselves oh Wonderful. well i mean if you strike quick enough we're all working from home now you could just buy the cheap house and work remotely in your little tiny house in the distant areas of france yeah, yeah. you could or what you could do is uh go and listen to our back catalogue of podcasts because we're at the end now this is it. They'll keep you awake when you're doing a thousand mile drive across <laughs> your absolutely well. That's a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Please don't hold us to that. And there's no. no way we could prove that that is the case. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you coming along with us on this journey this week. If you go to store.yogscast.com, you can find some merchandise, I think. Michael, is that right, Michael? Help me, Michael. Yeah. Yes, you are absolutely correct. <laughs> there is a beautiful, beautiful host of uh kind of new vidiot's merch has been up there for a little while now but maybe you haven't seen it yet and if you want to see it i highly recommend going on the oxcast store typing in vidiot's and you'll see some lovely lovely merch and the best thing is mm-hmm. right if you enter code vidiot's at yeah. checkout you will get 10 percent off absolutely everything no. oh. on the store everything no. you could be buying your ttt jigsaw or a hoodie or other things, or you could be buying a lot of Vidiot's merch, as, as quite a few people have been doing. Thank you very much for sending in all your lovely pictures. You look dashing. All of you. Keep in mind, though, it does not come in discreet packaging. No. <laughs> the postman will know. Oh, we've got the Podsucker 3000 here. <laughs> How embarrassing. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash 
Vidiots and the stuff there. That's where we post the new episodes. We post we post a post on Twitter posting for your post sh- sh- questions for your questions for the podcast yes. so mm-hmm. if you follow us on twitter that's a great way to get your question answered on the show and uh, twitch.tv forward slash vidiots official is relatively active we stream there from time to time again social media is where we will announce that kind of stuff hey streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations is where you can donate to the show help us out and get a shout out for as little as three pounds that's it three pounds and and your name Ooh. gets shouted out that's amazing. And uh, you can find out a bit more by going to streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations to join Pod Squad. Here is your Pod Squad once more for this week. Flibbity gibbets. Trunter's exosuit has been hit. Kedikin solo. I will lie awake. Mr. Black. Taking blobby to eyes and guard. Uh, the generous Tommy the Wank Engine. Oh God. Oh please. God. No. Clumps, dumps, spumps, and quumps. <laughs> Scooby Drooby Drew, who was very generous. Thank you again. Emily Lemons, bring back memory cards. Awesome Fox 42, and the very generous, known racist Mel Gibbon. <laughs> the very, very generous, generous and <laughs> known racist. <laughs> uh, also, Stephen Scodes, Ross and Helen are engaged. 91p Yay. pack of feet mace. Uh, Freddie Weber licks rashes. Uh, Barry B. Benson Phillips. Bill Will. Big Willem's Wet Willem. Bumpus Johnson 351. The very generous Jam Ferguson. Uh, Alan Claw Big Boy 30 Birthday. Kim Kim, who was also very generous. Like a Glovely Saride. Uh, doing a pod, doing a pod squat. Who was also very generous, and the very generous Rudy Rutabaga, uh, Lord Rotovich, Kevin from Con, and Lightning McQueef. Thank you very much, guys. Also, there's Hi Evelyn. It's Bobbert Babylony. Axel's alive. Alan Claw, a very generous donation, which is extremely generous. But the, the donator is called a very generous donation, by the way. Thank you uh, so much. Also, an incredible donation from semi-retired mercenary Proza. Thank you so much. Also, thank you for the very generous donation from Bim Bam Wiggy Wham Deluxe Man. And then we've also got rounding out Pod Squad for this week: General Mo Lester, I dislike Matthew Jeffrey, Knee Deep in Trigly Saride, Mouth Fart Fetishist, Crigly Terride, a succulent Chinese Ian Beale, Saturday is Fap Day, Furries for Vidiots, Prince Beefcakes, Epileptic Fridge Boy, and Finn Tristam. Wow! Thank you so Amazing. much, everybody, for your incredible generosity. Remember, streamlabs.com forward slash podiots donations very very much appreciated mikey where can people find you if you go on that there twitter and type in at paraboy you'll find me in some probably hilarious tweets i've been i've been a busy boy the last few weeks with moving and work so i've been a bit quiet online but i think things are starting to get back to normal and i'm hoping to set up a semi-regular kind of streaming schedule now i've got the space and the internet to do so so keep your eyes peeled fantastic and peter where can people find us we're at Team Triple Jump everywhere that's everywhere that's worth looking. <sighs> Social media, Facebook and Twitter, and uh, also Twitch and YouTube where we're doing content. We're streaming, we're doing videos. Some of them, like old video stuff from back in the day. Rules Boss Ooh. is still over there. And uh, Worst Games Ever and, and Cooking, etc. Yeah. 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 
Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Make sure you leave us an iTunes review or a review slash rating on your platform of choice. It helps something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. That's all. Does anybody have a question for the end? Secret question. Um, uh, what scream have you recorded for to let it... For, it looks like you need to let it out. What have you done on the... On the looks like you need Iceland.com. Yeah. yeah. Good yeah, question. There. Wonderful. Thanks so Give much, us- everybody. Oh, what was that? I was going to say, give us a scream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah give us a scream, will you? Yeah. 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 Oh, blimey. Right, well, take care of yourself, you stinkers. We'll see you in a couple of weeks' time. And enjoy your, well, the rest of your time indoors, I suppose. We're all going to be shunted outside soon. Mm. Yeah. God. Yeah. All right, well, take care, everyone. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. See ya.